Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's episode of Voice of the VIP. My name is Abraham Joseph Jenifuja, creator of the Secret Logic of the VIP, Vision, Intent, and Purpose, author of the VIP Christian, and podcasting as Voice of the VIP. Thank you for joining me today. How are you doing? Yes, and how are you feeling? As I always say, in the midst of everything going on in the world today, it challenges our thoughts and also affects our feelings and also um, affects how we are doing. So I pray that your thoughts um, is healthy. Uh, you're able to find the right thought in the midst of all that's going on in your world and all over the world. And that you're able to sustain uh, with feelings, you know, knowing that, you know, God is in charge of all that's going on. Um, this podcast began by uh, discussing the uh, statement that Jesus made in the Bible about giving to Caesar what is Caesar's and giving to God what is God's. And by the way, as I've said before, this uh, podcast is the voice of VIP, that is the voice of the um, VIP that's in each of us, you know, to give that voice a space to speak as a leader, because leaders are the ones that God has chosen to lead in every generation, in every space of time, to confront any kind of problems. They have been chosen by God. They are supposed to have God's vision, intent, and purpose in them. Okay? They may not know that, but I know that. As the author and creator of the VIP concept, I do know that. So I want to bring that awareness out in our leaders. Whether they are Christians or non-Christian, the principle of give to... Um, Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God is applicable to any religion at any time, anywhere in the world. Because Caesar represents the government. Okay? All the functions of the government and those who are chosen to carry them out, you know, are representing Caesar, the government. And of course, the head of government, you know, we have, we have the, we have the, in the United States, we have the, the legislative, we have the judicial, we have the executive, you know, and the executive has the, the, the leadership because that's, that's the president of the country, you know, but he has different functions of the government. He has the, the financial, the health, the education the roads and transportation, all those, at least on the federal level, as small as it is, you know. But 
Jesus was saying to leaders who asked that question, he said, give to the government. What is governments? The government must run. The government must be allowed to run because if the government is running efficiently and effectively, it's going to be a blessing to those who are being governed. I know I mentioned three triangles between God, the government, and the governed. Okay, and God's VIP is well reflected in there. So, when Jesus made that statement, he didn't say, he didn't say, give to God what is God for us. He intentionally mentioned Caesar first because they asked him about Caesar. And he wanted everyone to know that Caesar is very important in the economy of God. You know, we must give to Caesar what is Caesar's. We must respect the government. We must respect those who are representing the government. We must respect those who put on the uniform of the government. And yes, I'm talking about police. We must. Okay? We can have a society where there is no um, order and there's no, um, you know, a civil way of living, of relating. God has chosen the leaders to be where they are, whether they are good, bad, or whatever. They are representing God. Once they take the mantle of that office, they become representatives of God, whether they are Christian or non-Christian. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter how many people they are leading. They can be principals of the school. They can be presidents of corporations. They can be parents. Okay? They can be pastors and priests or rabbis and imams. You know, once they take that leadership, they are accountable to God. And there's only one God, my friends. Let's just say it right now. There's only one God. And God wants us to know him by his VIP. So that there's no conflict at all. God has one vision, one intent, and one purpose. Okay? The vision is to express the beauty of the glory of God anywhere, everywhere, every, every time. That's the vision. Okay? And how do you do that? The intent of God is to bring all things in heaven and us together under Christ, under the Lamb. When those two things are aligned, the beauty of God will be expressed. Even for those who don't believe in Jesus, they can practice loving, accepting, making people holy and blameless. If they don't accept Jesus as a lamb, they can practice the lamb. But there's only one God. And the vision of that God is to express the beauty of his glory. And because we have so many, so vast differences amongst us, differences in faith, in how we worship, in the place where we worship, in 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 color, in age, in you know, gender, status, just so 
many, many areas where we are just different. The only way we can speak the common language, at least now, is to know God's VIP. And that's what Jesus was saying. Give to Caesar what is Caesar and give to God what is God. Because when you do that, you are fulfilling God's VIP. Because it's God's vision for the government to function. It's God's intent for the government to create a kind of environment that will bring people together so it can reflect the beauty of the glory of God. It's all about bringing people together from the beginning, even when Jesus died on the cross. Okay? The wall, I mean, the the, 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 the the curtain, you know, in the temple was torn from top to bottom. And those of us who, who are Christian know also that, you know, that, that, that barrier and resurrection broke down the boundaries between the Jews and Gentiles. So the boundary must continue to be broken today. That is the spirit of the VIP. But when we do not live either as government or as those being governed, you know, when we don't live according to God's VIP, we distort God's what God's envision for His creation. We distort the beauty of God. And when that happens, then there something is going to be a consequence of that. Okay. So I mean. The same thing, I mean, you buy a new a new car, a new equipment, a new air conditioner, whatever it is, it has been designed to operate a certain way. There are many parts in there. Many, many parts. Tiny, big, and small. When all those parts are working well together, the unit will function perfectly. Okay? So the secret is to bring things together. We have to bring things together. That's God's intent from the beginning. So the way that Jesus explained it to bring things together is to give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. And doing it through the VIP. Okay? You can imagine, you know, a triangle with God at the top the slope to the left, government, and the horizontal line to the governed. Okay? God's vision, intent, and purpose. My friends, if we do not do anything else, if we can understand God's VIP as I'm discussing it, and live by that, we are going to see a change in every sector of the human domain. I mean, government cannot do everything. Government cannot do everything, my friends. It's going to be individuals who have come to the knowledge and understanding of the VIP. God's vision, God's intent, and God's purpose. The God who made us in his own image black and white, old and young, male and female, rich and poor, yes. That God has one vision, one intent, one purpose. When we find that, 
from wherever we are and start relating to God through his VIP and start relating to one another through God's VIP, miracle happens. Because everything else is going to be, you know, the efforts, efforts of humanity to duplicate what God envisioned. Before God even created the whole earth, it's to duplicate God's vision, intent, and power that he envisioned, he intended, and he purposed before anything was created. How can we duplicate that? We can't. So it's a high time now that we went back to really humbling ourselves as leaders in homes, in businesses, in corporations, in, in government, in education, in all those places where human beings dwell, to humble ourselves and slow down and see what is happening. And you know, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the clouded face, you know, that I've been talking about for the past three episodes. The clouded face is a sign that God is allowing us to see that reflects our mind. Why do I say our mind? Well, how did coronavirus, how did it come by? Nobody, nobody knows to, to, to fully right now, but there are people saying that it, is, it comes from here, it comes from there. I'm not going to mention it anywhere, but wherever it came from, it came from the hands of a human. A human being or a group of people did something that caused it to happen. Okay? They did something that caused this to happen. That's killing millions and millions of people. Or thousands and thousands of people. All right? Just like it happened with Adam. And Adam's sin and the sin of Adam was passed on to all men. Whoever or the group of people responsible for this um, virus, they are also actually reflecting what's in the heart of humanity. The cruelty for whatever gain that's going to come to them by intentionally causing this virus to happen, you know, it's a reflection of the heart of all humans, of most humans. You know, maybe not all, but some of us somewhere, we have done something similar to what these COVID perpetrators have done, but nobody just knows it. But God knows it. So this image of colored faces is to reflect the the, the mind of humanity. Okay, just as the cross of Jesus was a symbol of God's mercy and God's grace, God's love to humanity. Anyway, you see the cross, you know that somebody died for the sin of mankind. That Jesus is the one who died. 
his one was buried, his one was risen on the, on the third day because he, he, he came to do just that. So when people put on the cross, anyway, you see the cross sign is telling that Jesus died for the sin of all humanity. Why? Because the sin of Adam has been passed down to all of us. And one way or the other, we manifest it. Just in case we have forgotten that we are human. Behind the cloudy faces are also the issue of the mind. The, 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 the mask don't just come like that. Something created it. Someone, some people thought, whatever they thought about it, whether good or bad or ugly, it, it can be good. Or maybe they thought well, it can be good. Whatever they thought, they came from their mind. They reasoned in their mind based on the information that they have that they are going to do something like this. Now, the heart of man is desperately wicked. And so, what we are saying here is that, you know, the mass is affecting everybody all over the world. Maybe more in other countries than others, but the fact of Max faces, clearly faces, is a reality that even the, the leaders in the highest, most powerful country in the world, they had to put it on. A verse that we cannot see. God is saying something to all of us, but especially leaders. And we must not overlook that. We must not move on to the next thing. I mean, some of us must hold the space and say, well, this is not normal. This is a sign. This is a symptom of something that we must pay attention to. And in order to do that, we need to examine the way the mind operates. Maybe, you know, not for COVID, but how does the mind operate in, in doing good or doing evil? In other areas of life. That's a picture that God is showing to us. You know, and it's part of God's grace and God's mercy because, look, none of us, no, nobody's perfect. We break the laws all the time, you know, internally and externally. We know the right thing to do. We don't do it consistently. We know the wrong thing not to do. Somehow we do it. You know, but God still loves us. And God's patience is always very strong and enduring. It's part of his love. But some of us need to hold space for the rest of the world and talk about the implication of clouded faces. What does it mean? What can we do now to prevent such other things from happening in the future? Because if we do not address clouded faces, this problem is going to come again, but we're going to call it a different name. And then we're going to allocate money and researches and all those things to that one and expend all the monies to be used for other things, you know, allocated to portions a value that we cannot even see. 
when their roads, their hospitals, their their education, their schools, there's so many other things that begging and, and calling for attention all over the world now I'm talking about. Research and development into diseases and all this you know poverty that didn't need to happen. Because some leaders just think that, you know, the size of their bank account is directly, you know, equivalent to the worth on their lives. I mean, go to go to many African countries and see the roads. See the roads, how terrible roads are. While some people are living in so much plush opulence lifestyle government people government people not private not, not private companies private companies can make all the money they can make because that's their hard work but government that's supposed to take care of people are living so far high above the standard so far high There's something wrong with the kind of mindset that, that lives like that. To think that I need so many houses, I need so many cars, I have to have a lot of money, I have to compare myself, myself to the salary of the other person. If that other person is making more money than I do, for somehow, you know, it affects my worth. So I have to make sure that I make money and let people know how much I make because then it affects my worth. There's something wrong with that mindset. Because if you follow that kind of uh, thinking, then that individual will do whatever it takes to get that money. And if, if, if it means to step over people who don't have voice to speak for themselves, okay, it's not work over them. I even enslave them to meet his own need. So when we talk about when we talk about this mask face is going around the world today, it's a picture. If you go go anywhere in the world, go to the airports, you're going to see people with mask with, with clouded face. God is saying something to everybody all over the world. It's a mirror of our mind, of our soul. We need to have a national, you know, engagement on that on that particular topic because that's what has stopped. It just changed the way that we. Run our lives. I mean, schools are not open now. Online education is happening. It's affecting churches' attendance. It's affecting business, although things are coming back. But look, there is a message here, my friends. And I'm calling on leaders who are interested to engage in this area. There's nothing you know, partisan about it because it's affecting everybody. There's not a political body. It's affecting everybody. But there's something spiritual about it. Okay? Because by the time we go from our faces, okay, and we see the symptoms of what God is saying, we must have the awareness that something is wrong. And when we have the awareness, then we have to also examine 
you know, our thought processes. How can we see something like this and just, just you know, overlook and move on to the next one? It's like somebody's seen a spot on their face in the mirror and just pretend that it's not there. God is saying something. And leaders are the ones to pick up the banner and, and say, yes, I agree. God says something. Let's have a discussion that cuts across, you know, races, gender, even religion. Okay? Let everybody come and bring their own insight from, from, from how they worship the only true God. What's that God saying to them about these colored faces? You know, coming from the understanding that God is the one, there's only one God, and He has only one vision, one intent, and one purpose. Let everybody come from anywhere. Let anybody come from anywhere, and let's have that discussion under the banner of God's VIP. And we are going to begin to see a lot of things that are so common amongst us than the diversity that makes us look different. We are different. We are not. You know? But we need to have this. This is an opportunity for leaders, you know, to really allow God to walk through them to us to restore the beauty of the glory of God. Because when you look at everywhere right now, their beauty has been, has been damaged, been affected. Okay, it is. When leaders go to bed at night, you are thinking about something about what's going on around that this is not right. You're suppressing that thought. You know, your spirit is telling you this is not right. You don't know how, how long it's going to take. You don't know what else is in the horizon. You don't know what to do. You don't even know how to do it. But one thing you can do is acknowledge it publicly and say, yes, let's have some discussion about it. So I'm looking for some speakers, some leaders who would like to be engaged in this kind of uh, discussion because it's going to benefit the whole world. It's going to bring us, you know, gradually bringing us together because the more we are going to be talking about God's VIP, the more we're going to bring all these broken, scattered parts of the human society gradually together, gradually, and hold it from being, you know, falling apart, separate, you know, entropy of human society, is going to generate, you know, deficit. Because when we come together under the banner of God's VIP, something happens. I mean, you just look at your own company. You know, which company or what company wouldn't want to have a very good team working for the company? Who is the CEO who, you know, is non-challenged to, you know, the departments not communicating with one another. Everybody just doing what they what they want to do, right? Which church or, or synagogue or mosque 
who just wants every single official to do whatever they want to do. No, which home who wants the children to do whatever they want to do? No controlling center. There's none. So let's look at it on a larger scale of the universe, of the God of the universe. When you look down from heaven, what does he see right now? Does he see a human society coming together, humbling themselves, praying, seeking God's face to heal the land and restore his beauty? Does he see that? Or does he see humans who are nonchalant, who are pursuing their own thing, you know, creating God for themselves from the moon and the stars, neglecting the fact that there's only one God, but creating all the other gods for themselves. When God looks from heaven through his VIP, through the lens of his VIP, what does he see? That's why we need to have that kind of discussion. Because the clouded faces that we have has underneath it a clouded mind. Okay? And, and a mind can be renewed, but in order for the mind to be renewed, the heart, the heart has to be changed. If the heart is not changed, the mind will take its own course. In fact, the mind can be so strong that can overrule the heart. Okay, but the heart has to be strong and through the heart renews the mind and renewing the mind brings what? It brings health and wealth to our body, to our soul and our spirit. But we need to have, we need to begin that discussion first of all. And the discussion that's under the banner of God's VIP one vision for one nation of people, one spirit, one intent, one purpose. That is it, my friends. Everything that God created, He created with the with the um, with the, with His own vision, intent, and purpose. Everything. So, if we are going to solve the problem that we are facing right now. We have to solve it through the lens of God's VIP. If you are interested in participating in this discussion, uh, please visit us at www.abrahamjoseph.co. Uh, request from any material we have, but also contact me uh, through the contact information there. You will see there. Uh, it's also on our website. Um, it's on, the, it's, on the, it's on the Voice of the VIP page uh, from wherever you are listening to this podcast. If you are interested in, in a part of the solution as leaders to begin to go beyond, beneath the clouded faces, go into the mind and go into the heart and see how can we, even we come from different religious persuasions, how can we do what God expects us to do? Because one thing, God doesn't want to be static and don't do anything about it. God doesn't want to be non-challenged. 
if we love God, just as much as we love our family, and we love our businesses, you know, we love our nations, I think we need to love God more, because without Him, none of those things are going to be existing. And as a matter of fact, there was time when they were none. So when God created so that those things can exist, it must be for His own good pleasure. You know, so let's do the least that we can do is to pay attention to this image of this caliphate and have a national forum or a world forum. But let's begin small. Let's begin from this nation. So please contact me, www.abrahamjoseph.co. I'm also on LinkedIn. You can check me on LinkedIn. You can check me on Facebook. Or some. There's many ways to contact me. I'm really you know, looking forward to hearing from you and get you engaged, um, you know, to be one of our speakers. Of course, we're going to talk first and make sure that, you know, we're on the same page. And then, you know, I will give you more information and then we can schedule you to be one of our speakers uh, happening in September uh, 28, 29 and 30th. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, this is Abraham Joseph Ajenefuja. Uh, creator of the VIP Secret Logic Concept, author of the VIP Christian, and podcasting as Voice of the VIP. Until next time, may you have a VIP day. Thank you.